Hi everyone, just welcoming you to episode three of Get to Know My Physio, which is going to be covering return to sport after ISO. I'm here today to talk with Di and I'm Kyra and we're going to run you through on all our hot tips about getting back to sport. So Kyra, people have been pretty sedentary for the most part for a fair while, like some people saying six, eight weeks where, you know, they fell out of their normal routine and they're looking at going back to gym and looking back, getting back into team sports. Now, there's a bit of a risk with this, isn't there? Absolutely, there is. I even know from personal experience, you get that hype and that excitement about returning back to sport. But the reality is our body's just not ready for that. We need to be smart about how quickly we jump back into the exercise. Um, and I think one of the biggest things as well is being aware that you have had six weeks off. Like, be honest with yourself and tell yourself that that's exactly what you've done. So I think it's sometimes that whole thing where our brain writes checks our body can't cash so you know we've had this period of time where we haven't been doing the things that we normally do and mentally we still think we are that as fit and as healthy so it's really tempting like I know for me I just want to get back and do the same case that I was doing before I kind of got a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit busy and you know didn't have that time for exercise but I know if I went out and tried to pound 5k's out right now probably wouldn't feel quite the same the next day no, definitely not. I'd be calling my physio straight away because I would have some problems. <laughs> um, so you were talking about SMART goals. Tell me, tell me some of your recommendations. So for those people out there in the community who are looking at getting back into sport, what are some safe ways about them you know, making some SMART plans so that they you know, reintroduce themselves into sport and activity and decrease the risk of having injuries or aches and pains? Mm. I think the biggest thing is um, measurable, which is obviously the M, we're missing the S at the start, but sit down and set your dates. Make sure you've planned out in your diary when you want to be ready by, if you're doing it for a specific sport, when's your sport starting? Because a lot of sports are coming back into things already and start dates are looming and we need to be aware of you know what we can fit in before then and be realistic that maybe we shouldn't be playing that quickly. Um, another thing is sitting down and going, let's be specific. So if you're in a running sport or in your case, you wanna get back to running, we need to start running, okay? Doing some exercises at home are fantastic, but our body best conditions with exercises that we're trying to get towards, which I think is a big thing as well. And um, lastly, it's big around the load. We don't wanna to overload too quickly and overload's not just going out and running 5Ks at once, but also running 5Ks over the course of a week where you know your body's not conditioned to something like that if you haven't run 5k's at all running 1k in one day is going to be a lot to then back up and run 1k the next day as well yeah very true you know i i know when i kind of just started back into running i really took a long hard look and kind of decided to take myself away by about 50 percent. so go back 50 percent of what i was doing and then just kind of ease into it and then i've scheduled a few rest days do you think that was a good idea Rest days are huge. Rest and recovery days and active rest and recovery days as well. So making sure you've planned to do stretching on those rest days. You've planned to make sure that if you need to do ice baths or hot baths or go for a bit of a swim, that you're doing that as well. Because if you're just having a rest day where you're not doing anything, is it the most effective rest day? Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. And I think the other thing is too, with those dates looming, sometimes it's tempting to ramp up really quickly. And, you know, I definitely know from personal experience that if I push myself too quick, too hard, too fast, 
you know, that, those are when I start coming undone. So I start out right, but then somewhere along the way, my um, smart goal becomes a little bit less smart and I usually end up in the physios. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. We get very goal focused and everyone wants to have fun and we want to join in with our sports teams and um, any other running groups that we might be doing. Um, But being realistic with yourself, if you're not going to be back in the team that quickly, then just be honest and be like, look, I can play five minutes and then go back the next week and try and play 10 minutes. You know, being there and still with the team is just as good as trying to run out a full 60 minute game with a broken body yeah and how about those people going back to like weightlifting you know if they drop back their weights by you know 30 to 50 percent depending on how long they've been away from the sport you know is it kind of would you recommend kind of gradual build up like over each week maybe not trying to get back you know to that level in two or three weeks but maybe just you know add five to ten percent of load Mm. each each day no not each day each week sorry yeah I think for your weight builders as well if you're looking at building up your weight you need to be looking at more of a six to twelve week program we can't be looking at sort of a two to three week gradual build up to hit your max load like it's it's a longer process than that and if you try trying to smash it all out in two weeks the chances of you getting an injury are really really high Um, but also along with that people are probably inclined to knock back the weights but then start increasing how many they're doing which can be just as dangerous as well if you're doing uh, progressive load so you're doing low weights but a lot of reps it's still a lot of load going through your tissue so we need to be cautious of something like that too so yes 100% drop off your weights get your technique right make sure your reps are still well monitored and then gradually um, increase the load so whether that's 10% in reps each day or 10% in weight once a week. So when we're thinking about training, regardless of whether it's for sport or for running or for weightlifting, is it kind of, would you recommend like three sessions a week? Does that, is that a good place to start? Good place to start if you're doing three sessions a week for an hour. Yeah. If you want to break it up and do sort of 30 minutes, five days a week, I'm also happy with that. But it's that cumulative load over a week. You still be, you should still be sitting down and going, okay, I've done 120 minutes of exercise this week. And next week, I'm only going to do 120 minutes. And then the following week, we might go for 130 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're not trying to increase that 30 minute time slot too quickly to get it into an hour or get it into two hours. And would you suggest that maybe cross-training might be a good idea so you're not just smashing the same thing out day in, day out? Like, even if you're doing those five 30-minute sessions, like, like if I went to the gym and I did five days of legs, I'm not sure I'd be able to walk up, walk up the street <laughs> to get a coffee. Any of us would. We wouldn't be able to sit down on the loo, let alone walk. So, no, you've got to be smart about your body parts that you're training and how often you're training those particular body parts. And cross-training is really fantastic. It also builds a lot of resilience in your tissue. So it makes you really ready for everyday living where things are unpredictable and we're moving our bodies in ways that we you know it's always changing it's not always just bending down squatting and picking up a really heavy weight so I think from that perspective cross training is really good and if you're starting out on a low load and you want that high rep and you want to be dripping with sweat and exhausted then cross training really gets that going for you as well and what would you suggest like I know again it's about you know the brain writing checks the body sometimes can't cash like you know, if you pull up sore, like how long would you suggest people leave it before they start seeking help? Because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit of a she'll be right mate kind of person. 
we're all a bit of a she'll be right mate I think a lot of us want to push stuff under the rug and not acknowledge it for a long time but the reality is everyone knows their body between soreness and between actual pain okay if it's proper pain you should be seeing your physio within the next day to two days straight away but if you're getting that soreness it shouldn't be looming for more than three days yeah. okay you're getting to that two to three day mark and it should be get like progressively getting off if at that point you still got that muscle soreness and that achiness i'd probably then see a physio as well in my experience too when people come in early it often means that we can prevent their training schedule from being interrupted we can actually help them continue to train and continue to get stronger and we find ways of just you know modifying what they're doing so that you know they can allow that area to heal Mm -hmm. but they can keep going with the things they love to do and would rather be doing than coming to physio. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah, I would agree with that as well. And uh, do you have any hot tips about sort of straight after your gym, what's the best sort of recovery or what's the best sort of regime we should be doing? I think one of the things that people really underrate is hydration. Hey, like the amount of people that are walking around dehydrated and, you know, our body needs to be hydrated. And I, I'm a real big fan of having a little bit of foam rolling or other activities like that just to get rid of some of that soreness and, you know, make me feel a little bit looser and a little bit more limber, mm-hmm. you know, before I hit the next session. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? makes you feel a lot better. I love a little bit of foam rolling. Also, just some gentle stretching. It also kind of relaxes me after I've, you know, hit the gym really hard and I'm all flustered and excited. If I can take that quick moment to stretch out my body, acknowledge what I've done at the gym, be kind of proud of myself as well that I got that workout in. Um, I really enjoy those sorts of things too. Kind of keep your mental health in check while you're going. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important too that we stay on top of our diet because sometimes we get back into all these sports and, you know, I think you know, particularly for people who are loading, having good nutrition and making sh- making sure they're getting enough vegetables and protein. Mm. Pretty essential, hey? Always, always. Fruit, veggies, water, protein. Fantastic. <laughs> Any other tips you would have, Cara? Oh, I felt like we've covered a lot already today, but um, I think going forward, everyone should definitely listen to their bodies okay know your limits know your goals and start working towards that be a bit smart you know take the time out to start doing it what about yourself Di any hot tips yeah I'm much like you I'm aiming to hopefully be back up to running 10ks after about 14 weeks I've really listened to my physios this time um and really am trying to a graduated return so that I don't come out injured so yeah perfect gold star student for you yes yes I try (laughs) Well, guys, thanks a lot for joining us on this episode of Get to Know Your Physio. Can't wait to talk to you all next week. Did you enjoy today's episode? Well, make sure you head to our Facebook page and our website for more information on how you can keep healthy in the goldfields. Or to book in, call us on 9091 1739.